Welcome everyone to the 76th episode of the Peer Podcast. What does Peer stands for? It stands for politically entertaining with evolving randomness. In short, that spells peer and acronyms, okay? So we have four political items. Yep, four. And I'm going to try to breeze through them. And what we have for primary politics is the New York City mayoral race. We have some results. These are preliminary. They are not final for the Democratic side of the primary. For the Republican side, it's already done. It's a, it's set. There's no going back. The results is crystal clear. Who's the winner? Who's the loser for that one? The Democrat primary go in two different ways. Okay. And then we also going to talk about the heartbreaking conditions of the U.S. migrant child camp. Oh, I thought that was going to improve, but obviously the Biden administration needs to do much better to make this problem non-existent. It's made some minor improvements, but that's not good enough. These are children's lives here. Minor improvements just doesn't cut it. And then I'm going to talk about a continent I don't discuss much on, and I want to break that. It's Africa. We got Uganda. Yes, the same country's been mean with that Uganda knuckles. And I'm not going to repeat that line. Um, They have done crackdown. Oh, yeah, some countries still doing intense lockdown. And I got one right here from Africa News. Uganda is arresting street vendors who just refuse to obey the Kuf Kuf lockdown. Yep, we get more to that. And what do we have here? Biden is making progress, and I'll say this is a very good thing. I give a clap to Biden at this issue. Withdrawing troops on a, um, from Afghanistan has been a waste of a over a trillion dollars. We just need to take the L. There's none we could do. They need to solve the problem themselves on the Afghans. And it's a risky thing because, um, you know, we know who could um, grab the influence there. Potentially Russia. Maybe even China. Okay. And... Yeah, we need to um, give it out. I'm sure they're going to keep some CIAs with special ops in there. I mean, you said it before. This is not new information. This is not new at all. So if you're surprised by by this, that means you have not paid attention. That's all I have to say. You're just not paying attention. I'm just saying it nicely. So that's for primary politics. Those are your four items. All right. And then we got three items for... We got it for... Mid-game. Yep, mid-game. Um, the RK1UP's new digital game board table will be available to pre-order July. That's a few days from here. Okay, this is the 27th. June 27th. Yeah, that's a couple of days from here. Before you know it, it's here. So, the pre-order is going to be available. Okay? It's been a successful Kickstarter. And the retail that's going to sell this is Best Buy. But I don't want to give too much. You know that. You got to listen to the podcast now. No, 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 no. I'm not going to spoon feed you here. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not me. No. We get into that in the second segment. And then, now I'm going to talk about Street Your Rage 4. Something I have not done before. And they have more DLC content. Uh, more characters, some more modes. I don't know about new stages. I think they have new stages. You know. Um, and we're gonna, you know, they're definitely gonna have more moves. They're definitely gonna have more moves. And um, and we're gonna get some new tracks soon. Yeah, by the legendary composer. If you don't know this guy's name, you are living the rock. If you're in the video game community. Not in there, but I do get informed about the video game community about this composer, and he is legit, 100% legit. This work. So, and then for the last one, the Game Boy Advance collection is getting 
Yeah, Castlevania is getting a, uh, a Game Boy Advance collection. It's got three games in one in modern platforms. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm gonna get this because I only care about one game. I don't really care about the other one. You know, they one of these Link the Borrow Sunny Circle of the Moon's the best one. Uh, I disagree. I like Aria of Sorrow. That's the one you get to play as Soma Cruz. That's one I like better. So I do have a bias. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have a bias on, on this one. So if you want a neutral opinion here, you're not gonna get it. I'm just letting you know. I'll be upfront with you here. Okay. Um I'm happy they doing a uh, sorry remake, but I want a new game involve Soma Cruz or even um Alucard. Those are my two most favorite characters. Yeah, so that's all we're gonna get. That's all we're gonna get for that one. Okay. So that's it for mid-game, only three items. And then we're gonna have two items of weird topic finale, both from the learningmind.com and both for self-improvement. One is about this. The Socratic method and how to use it to win any argument. If you want to win more arguments, I don't know if you're going to win them all, but if you want to win more arguments in general, try the Socratic method. And try the Socratic method and see if that works. Maybe you will facilitate the conversation better or... Or even, you know, you get the other person actually understand. So, oh, that's what you meant. You're not that xenophobe. You're not that sexist. You're not that racist. You know. And I'm going to go more about that because it's very, very, very short. And um, we, um, and then for the second item of Weird Topics, now I'm going to talk about the crab mentality. Crab mentality, this is when people can't stand other people. I don't know. To some degree, I think I fit in this, in this category. The crab mentality. Ah, leave me alone, you idiot. I'm tired, doctors. Can you just shut up? So that's the crab mentality. It's another pretty brief uh, article. And this is, um, <laughs> it's tell you how to recognize and see how you could, um, deal with it. Okay. And there's other things, too. Um, you know, in these days, there's ways you can do to counter this. If you're tired of having the crab mentality, it should be pretty helpful to me. Let me see. It depends what they have for answers, okay? Because uh, I'm, I'm sometimes in some situations, I'm not the most open-minded person, especially if I know my stuff. Alrighty then. This is all the items for the 76th episode of the Peer Podcast. We'll reach the first segment right after this sponsor. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first segment of this podcast called Primary Politics. So it's the first item here, and I'm sure you have heard this a couple of times already. I am not the first and I am probably not the last to report this result. I don't know, that let the second half of that sentence is a bit of a risk, a stretch, if you will. So we have some results from the ranked choice voting. And that's what this one was used for the New York City mayoral race. And we got Eric Adams in the game. 
why is he in the league? Why? I thought he was a closeted conservative. Obviously, I messaged and stick that much. Oh, I thought he was a right winger. Oh, I thought he lived in New Jersey. You know, people come up with such idiotic, ridiculous attacks against Eric Adams. I'll criticize him as positions, but there's a problem with a lot of people, especially with some progressives I've talked to. Yeah, now he is mostly for progressive. They identify themselves as progressive. It's not me bashing all, all progressive. They, they wear like a badge. Oh, I am a progressive. Yeah. I think you should keep your mouth shut on that because some of you are progressives. Not all. Not all. Just be fair. Not all of them. But some of them. They just change their minds over the most superficial, stupid crap. I mean, Eric Adams is definitely not the most progressive candidate. Let's just be real here. He's more of a moderate dem at best. Me, personally, I'm okay with it. You don't have to be the most progressive candidate. To me, you have to be the most practical candidate. You have to be the most effective. You, have, you must have a good track record for me. I don't give a damn you brand yourself as a progressive. I don't. Many people do and end up being frauds, like that Diana Morales. She did, he, he, essentially, I'm not imitating her exactly. I vote for Cuomo he, in 2018. Cuomo's not a progressive. A lot of them are fake. <laughs> a lot of them are fake. Anyways, let me report the results before I go off, go off the rails here. Eric Adams have over 250,000 votes. And that um, translate to 31.7%. You just round it up, that'll be 32%. And, you know, I'm not surprised why he's winning. I want to tell you why he's winning because he's talking about crime, 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 and that's the number one issue with the voters. It's not even about health care. It's not even about racism. It's about crime. Eric Adams gets it. He has a bit of an ego, but he gets it. Okay, he gets it. And he has won four out of the five boroughs so far with this message, except for Manhattan. He did well with the outer boroughs. I mean, he did great with the outer boroughs. What are the outer boroughs? Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. Oh, no, not Manhattan. Oops, 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 oops. Made a boo there. Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. Manhattan is the only one that's not part of the outer boroughs. It's centralized, essentially. Okay, so that's what you have here. Remember, the outer boroughs, I just want to be clear here, is Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, and Staten Island. Not Manhattan. Manhattan's not an outer borough. Okay? And second place we have here is, I would say, probably the most progressive in the race that's been stable, is Maya Wild. And she was starting off weak, but she's been getting stronger and stronger. I have to say, she's the one that's shown the most growth in her campaign. She brands herself in a particular way that's progressive, and she's looking at, and she speaks for um healthcare workers, and that um obviously gone on her a significant amount of point, uh, points. I said points, points, votes, even. She has over a hundred. The 77,000 votes and that translates to in percentage wise that translates to 22.3 percent repeat that she has over 175,000 votes and that translates to 22.3 percent i want to link it so you can see the exact numbers third place is captain garcia she doesn't have a path to victory here in my opinion she doesn't um the one who has a chance to make an upset is Maya Wiley. It's possible. It's possible. But a lot of votes are going to have to go to her. Because so far, only about 83% has been reported. 8,300, that's 17%. So more than half of those votes have to go to Maya Wiley, or else Eric Adams just wins. Yeah. Uh, Captain Garcia, I think the only chance I think she's going to win this, um, you know, you know, this is a little tricky. I think it's really between Eric Adams and Maya Wiley. And we're not going to have the real results until sometime next, next week or early July. It is ranked choice voting here. 
Um, and then Andrew Yang, who gave up for obvious reasons. He barely got over 90,000 votes. That translates to 5%. No, not 5%. Um, 11.7%. I'm reading Scott Stringer. Oh, his campaign uh, went to ruin because, you know, those sexual allegations and so far, not much proof has popped up. So I'm going to just assume they're bullshit. Diane Morales, you can manage your own campaign. So if you can't, you can't manage your own campaign, uh, you really can't uh, manage the city. The city's far more complex than the campaign. So she ends up with close to 3%. Barely over 22,000 votes. Are they other contenders? Yeah, but they're not important. We got the appointment ones out the way. Republican side, very straightforward. The winner is Curtis Lee. He won every single freaking borough. And Mateo, epic fail. He barely got 28%. A little... A little less than 15,000. Currency were close to getting 37,000. I mean, these are small voting numbers compared to registered Democrats. So, Currency was going to have to appeal to those independents like myself, to the moderate Democrats. And I'm sure there's a good amount of them. He's going to have to appeal to those who win. He has a uphill battle based on the registered information. Okay. The Democrat has the natural lead, the odds more for them right now. But, you know, Republicans have won the city before in the mayoral race, so I'm not going to count them out just yet. What was the last one? We have Bloomberg, we have Giuliani. Okay. So I won't just count them out just yet. Now that's all I got from here. Now here, conditions are not improving that much. This is a U.S. Board Detention Center. Of course, it's British spelling because it's BBC News here, British Broadcasting Network, in the Texan desert. They've been living in very, very, very crappy conditions. Disease very rampant, food is dangerous, disease reports of abuses of various kinds. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, we can't even handle migrants. And a lot of them comes from Central America. You know, there's violence, those kind of natural disasters, and of course, economic strife due to the virus. All right? And this is just very, very sad here. I'm not going to even joke at this at all, because this is just people's lives here. And there are photos here. I'm warning you, it could make you upset. Rightfully so, because this is just wrong. This is just wrong. You know, and of course, he's been leading. This is why I think the crisis has gotten um, even worse. I will say the thing was bad on the Trump, but on Biden, things are not trending for the better. I mean, look, you call me Trump spoil, you want you be stupid. It's just Look at that. One of you got on. Are you kidding me? Fat, uncooked meat? He was very red? Does he have no choice? He just ate it? Oh, Lord. And of course, many of them were tested positive for this virus. And they had the urgent care. Ice is very rampant. Fueled him even coughing out blood? Something needs to be done. And plans should have been acted months ago. Now, I'm not, I am not a migrant expert, but I can say this is horrendous. America should be ashamed of themselves. The Democrats, stop using this as, as your freaking theater. Use action. Do something. Stop just speaking out of emotion. Is there a shortage of clothing? Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all, you know, the Department of Human Services say they, they committed to transparency. You know, I love when they say that all the time. A lot of time, you want to see transparency? Oh, you can't get it. Yeah, okay. So much for transparency. Come on, obviously, I'm just full of crap. Oh. Should you depress? I think depress is an understatement. This is in Fort Bliss, Texas. AM has, uh, trans. You know, came here alone because they were departed due to the public health role put in the Trump era. And, you know, so far the prominent countries that made children from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. You know, and those migrants do have families in the U.S., but the system is really failing. Yeah, they said should just spend about a month in there. Pause a little longer. I, I mean, that's that's an improvement, but that's not enough. Let's just be real. That's not enough. Horrendous. Horrendous. Okay, more on horrible news. And this time is in Africa, Uganda. Okay. The U Uganda has sent the police to chase down any vendors who dare to sell during a the lockdown. They declare a 42-day lockdown. Uh, where's where um surges of this virus um occurred right but some residents decided to sneak over 200 people has been arrested because they you know they need to make money america understands that i'm sure even uganda understands that but they having um you know they say no you can sit down in central so you get locked up Public transportation is suspended. Only cargo truckers and flights are exempt from the ban. And only pharmacies, supermarkets, and other stores that sell essential goods are allowed to open. Okay. They have not have any plan to deal with the poor and the jobless. And please be giving orders to, to once they see them, they just gonna they lock them up. Lock them up. The only question is, what is considered essential? But it's essential. All right. Activists have accused the government of botching his response. And they borrowed over, um, the government has brought over a billion dollars to response. And, but the audit has revealed that uh, millions were stolen or spent irregularly. Yeah, just stolen. Okay. Okay, that's nice. So. So for those of you who hate America, you better be appreciated. You better show some more appreciation. If you don't, go to these countries yourself. Just think you think it's so much better, just go ahead. Go. I, I'm not trying to stop you. I'm too lazy. I got better things to do. I'm gonna say, you know what? This should increase your gratitude. They don't even have job benefit, unemployment benefits over there. And they're arresting vendors. Once they see them, they, they arrest them. Very strict lockdown over there. Okay? You, you got to be working in the supermarket or the pharmacy. If you're just an outdoor vendor, nope. They're going to arrest you. Okay. Now the last item. The last item. Biden calls Afghans to decide their future as withdrawal nears end. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to complete this by um, September. And he is he is seated with um, the Afghan president Ashraf Ghani and his former political foe Abdullah Abdullah. That's his name, Abdullah Abdullah. I'm not making this up. You can check the Reuters source yourself. I am not making this up. I am not making this up. Okay. You know we're 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 drawing troops. Uh, this 20-year war has been so, just nothing but a waste. Nothing but a waste, okay? They say Afghan security forces have taken six um, dis six districts back from yesterday and respects Biden's decision as, of course, the, the Afghan people wanted the United States troop out for, it for years. Of course, they respected. You know, And 
You just said we don't think you should shut the door. So you can't say no toss despite life and progress. What's going on the ground? Okay. Sounds pretty um, reasonable. Um, and you know, and the, you know, we've been trying to confront the Taliban, but Taliban has not gone away. You just think you wipe them, wipe that one group out, the other pops up with bombs and ambush. Even certain um, civilians, I can say all of them, but certain civilians even support the Taliban. Okay. And then, you know, the good side with Biden is he invited him. Biden is an experienced politician. And the only thing I can say is restored is basic government competence. I know that's up for debate because sometimes it gets lost. Yeah, I've seen those videos. But he has a team helping. And I just hope I just hope Biden does well. That's what I can say. I don't I'm not a big fan of him, but I wish anything bad on him either because he is the president, rather I like him, right like it or not. So and yeah, it took about and of course there's worries about the Al Qaeda, hasn't gone away. Serious about this peaceful resolution. And ultimately, it's going to be the Afghan people that's going to have to solve that. Cut off their sources. Cut off the money. Go where the money is. That's how they stop. Al-Qaeda has maintained close ties with the Taliban, of course. And this is putting pressure on them to stop these um, Taliban. Yeah, because you're not going to get no more help. In the U.S., he's not for a while, so. All right, all right. Well, I'm I'm happy that bias would join troops. That was a big waste of money. That's all I have to say. Um, of the Afghan, you know, I think the Afghan leadership are pretty understanding of that. It's been a big waste. We waste over a trillion dollars in this peaceful war, but we got death. And we got some oil out of it. I think I, I think you could say that spoils a war. But oh, that's been horrendous. So what's the summary here? Let's wrap this all up. First item: Eric Adams on the lead. The only up, the only real possibly upside I is for Maya Wiley. Um, so most likely you're gonna have a black person as a Democrat nominee. You know, so Eric, stop with your race baiting crap. Either way, a black person is going to win a Democrat nomination. So just stop your crap. A race baiting. Especially with that coalition with Kathy Garcia and Andrew Yang. Look at it, they both failed. Kathy Garcia third, Andrew Yang four, and he, he already gave up. So he already knocked down one. The other one's almost guaranteed to be knocked out real soon. Just stubborn because I'm had the lead voted for her and its constituents. And then heartbreaking news for the these migrant um, detention centers at um, Texas, Fort Bliss, to be particular. Horrible conditions, undercooked food, contaminated food, not enough beds, a lot infected with the virus. Um, various abuses there. I'm not going to even give that detail of that. And we're talking about grade school children, teenage children here. And dealing with very bad conditions in America. Shame on us on that one. Just shame on us. I mean, Biden has made incremental improvements, but like I said, it is not enough. It should have been solved. I would probably say two, I would say probably even three years ago, years ago, it should have been solved. Okay, let's just say that. I'm going to go exact here, but it should have been solved years ago. All right, Uganda, kind of represent the world little by little. Strict lockdown. They crack down any outdoor vendor that violates or any person doing non essential travel. The, the cops will arrest you. Zion, New York City, you violate the mask rule to a certain extent. There's gonna be no civil or criminal penalty. But Uganda, they're good, they're gonna rest your ass very quick. 
Okay, you selling food out there, you're not considered essential, but you're in the supermarket, the pharmacy, you're fine. Only essential travel, and they mean essential travel. And activism and protesting rebel against that. So that's all I gotta say about Uganda. And of course, it's been auditing and it's been shown that the money's been stolen. So obviously, there's plenty of corruption going on there. Try not to force stereotype that that's what's going on. This is from Africa News. And last but not least, it's nothing related to Biden. He met with the Afghan leadership, the president and security force, Ngani and Abdullah Abdullah. Abdullah Abdullah, whatever his name is. They went in talks, they got invited to the White House. It's a good gesture, good op good for optics. Good on dialogue. Like I say, I praise Biden in this role, not the immigrant role. The immigrant role, I'll give him a boo. I give him a complete opposite of reaction. Boo! On the immigrant response. But the Afghan response, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. Okay? And God willing, God willing, Afghan people could solve that. Taliban slash Al Qaeda issue. So we have not been successful, even in U.S. collaboration with the Afghan government, have not been successful. God, when they'll find, they'll, they'll need to figure out something. Or, like I said before, I won't be surprised they leave CIA agents, special ops, you know, some of the best to handle that problem. And then we don't want, you know, of course, the intelligence agency, the, the military complex, the industrial the military complex, do not, do not want to completely leave because we lose fear of influence and have some legitimacy to it. I know I'm signing up defending the establishment, but there is some legitimacy to it. Russia will probably take over the sphere of influence or even China. China do got military bases around there, believe it or not. So that's what I'm going to say. All right, that is it for the first segment, and we'll reach the second segment really, really soon. Welcome, everyone, to the second segment of the Peer Podcast. This is called Mid Game. Game. The mid part of the podcast and it's about games in general. So the first item here is a follow-up. And anyway, I've discussed about this multiple times. It's the first time I've talked about this. We have an update from the maker, Arcade One Up. And had a very successful Kickstarter, the Infinity Game Table, and, and it lets you play many digital versions of tabletop games such as chess, Monopoly, Scrabble, you name it. Um, You'll be able to, um, but you'll be able to get yourself one at Best Buy. It's going to be exclusively from Best Buy starting July 17th. So in July, it's going to be multiple days. However, you know, it's going to really start at July 17th. So, you got some time to think about this. Um, so, it has more than 40 games that's free at launch. And there's just some that, um, I mean, there's some puzzle games you get, some puzzle games you like. You got Coloring Bug, they got a Sudoku, Word, Word Search app. Um, but there are a couple of in digital purchases um it's called the pandemic and ticket to ride how timely that one pandemic you can play up to six different players if it's as long as it's, as long as the game supporting many players of course that'll be connected to the internet and once the tester wrote the article said play the battleship game online against the executive of that company no and of course, the writer says, Jay Peters. Okay. 
he or she, I don't know, I'm gonna assume gender here, was soundly defeated. Oh, that's nice. They got the 20 in, the 24 inch, and the 32 inch version. Um, I will probably prefer the 32 inch. Now, to me, the bigger the screen, the better. You can move legs of this digital um, game table. You know, but it's heavy. The 24 inch model weighs about 46 pounds, while 32 inch weighs about 60 pounds. So you can't just move that one with ease. Um, Kickstarter had their prices. 24 inch model for $600, and we have the 32 inch model for $800. You know, you get a lot of games for free. Most board games itself cost about twenty to thirty dollars. So times that by forty, you see if it's worth it or not. Let's do the math right now. Oh, you may hear me drop something, but I'm gonna use the calculator right now as we speak, so that we can see how much if this is worth your money or not. Let's do 40 times, let's just, let's just go with 20. Okay, so you save a few hundred dollars if you would have bought 40 games. And the cheapest one, according to Kickstarter, is $600. And the other one's more expensive because it's bigger. For so way to replicate board game night, this is it. This is it. And uh, remember, the pre-order starts July 17th at Best Buy. And I'm pretty sure you can order that online. So that's it for that one. Then, Street Rage 4 is coming with DLC content. called Mr. X Nightmare. They'll add new characters, survival more mode. No, not more. Survival mode and more. Okay. And yeah, they tell all the developers. We all know that. Yeah, I had three new characters. That's uh, Gear, um, Max Thunder, SO4 version, and Shiva, the SO4 version. That's why I said those two because they were playable in previous games. Max was playable in Street Rage 2, and she was previously playable in Street Rage 3. So. They didn't give a release date, but it's coming out for the Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. And they'll get a, and they also will get a free update. A free update. That includes new Mania Plus more and an in-depth training system and pilot swap options for the game's playable cast. Pilot swap options, I'm guessing now they have different color outfits for the heroes. Alright, so that's that's all there is for this one. Not much details. And they definitely gonna expand the combo system thing you forget, but you you know the video could show you that. New weapons for sure. They got a swordfish as one of them, carried by acts on the picture. They watch the video, I'm gonna link it. I link just about all my sources. Just prove to you that I am not making stuff up. Now the third and final item. So the Arcane Wounds one and Future Rage 4 DLC Consumers 2. This is the third item here. So, Castlevania is making the Game Boy Advance collection, and it looks like it's possible. And making sources from Australia and South Korea. Uh, me, I'm not that excited because I only care about one of them, so I'm most likely not going to get it. So, I have a bias here. Like I said, I only like Ari of Sorrow. I don't give a damn about the other two, I just don't. Got Circle of Moon, and even got Harmony of Dissidence. Yeah, I'm not caring that much about that. And there's rumors to have a deal the Nintendo DS Castlevania trilogy. There's rumors of that. So I have Dawn of Sorrow, Portrait Ruin, and Order of Alicia. I most likely would get that one. I almost like we get that one. The deal, the DS for DS collection. 
the D Nintendo DS Castlevania trilogy. I'm most likely gonna get that one. Um, you know, it's it's you know, I don't like one game, so to me, it's not worth the money. Um, I'm more interested in the DS one. Yeah, I played the Portrait of Ruin. It was a decent one. And Dawn of Sorrow, I know that one's more difficult. But I want to try that out, God. Now when you do it, play as Soma Cruz. Order of Alessia, I didn't get to play that one, but I heard it was okay. So I'd rather give those a shot. I already, I already played the other two that I didn't like, so... I'm not just saying it just because, you know, just out of petty dislike. I play them, and I quite like it. Not my style. Not my style. The music's too dull. The gameplay was too dull. Just, you know, multiple things or flow of the game. It was pretty lame. Everyone like was Aria Sorrow because that's when I was picking up, learning that complex system real quick. Once upon my mind, it's something I'm learning, no matter how complex it is. That's if I want to, though. That's a catch. So that's what I have to say about that. Not much, but I, but I hope the the trilogy for the Nintendo DS games will be um, true because I'd rather get into those. And, and one of them is a direct sequel to Aria of Sorrow, which is Dawn of Sorrow. Yep, you get a collection of Sorrow. That's how you know it's uh, they connected the structure, the naming of the title. So. That's all I have to say about that. So let's wrap this up. This is a pretty short second here. So RK One Up, they officially having a retail release of this digital board game that contains over 40 board games. I already did the estimate calculation. 40 times 20. Assuming all of them are 20. Of course they vary. That's about $800 of games. Uh, that's, that's like about $800 worth of games. If not more. Some could cost 30. This is limited edition, forget it. It's definitely gonna increase the price. So they decide to have a retail version and it'll be exclusively available to Best Buy and pre-orders will be available at July 17th. That's what you need to know. And Kickstarter already have the 24-inch version for um six hundred dollars and the 32 inch version for eight hundred dollars. I'm just round them up. Exact pricing is five. 99 and 799 respectively. So that's what I have for that one. Just Rage 4, more DLC content, been teasers for trailers of three new playable characters, but not much has been released. They have survival game mode, they have a new Mania Plus mode, and in-depth tracer and power swap options for the game's playable cast. So it has some freebies, but of course the paid ones gonna be more DLC characters. They have better uh, more more um, better combo system. Like you have more moves available. They definitely increase the move set. I think that's great. More the better, to some degree. Um, but no release date. No release date. And of course, the tunes are coming from. This is why I forgot to mention this on purpose. From the legendary composer T. Lowe. See, so he produced music for Sonic Mania and. I say he's great, fantastic, best Mario composer gaming, in my opinion. To me, nobody beats him, at least not yet. But for a while, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think anyone's gonna beat this guy really, really soon. So, alrighty, then it's coming, but we don't know when. And I'm sure they're gonna have in, in um, the other thing I forgot to mention on purpose is that I think they're bringing those old robots back. And I'm sure they're gonna bring up a couple of stuff that has been placed in the main on Future H4 yet. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited. Um, they've been teasing us for months now. And then we have a. And then we have about um, listings about. Uh, a trilogy for the Game Boy Advance Castlevania collection, and that includes Circle Moon, Harmony of Dissidents, and Aria of Sorrow. Of course, they're going to be ported to the modern consoles. 
Um, of course, the opinion of Kotaku. Circle of Moon is secretly the best Castlevania game. Ah, I disagree. Warren's help. Puts me to sleep. Unlike the gameplay style. It's very limited. I prefer Arbyl's song. I like some of Cruz. I, like I like his ability to absorb monster souls and learn abilities from them. I find that much better, in my opinion. So that's the only thing I like. And for me, I'm not going to buy that. If there's only one good game, the other two suck, nah. And then there's... um. There are also going to be a release of the Nintendo DS counterpart to this Castlevania Trilogy Collection. And this is speculative, of course. This will have the Dawn of Sorrow, Portrait of Ruin, and Order of Alessia. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I would say the DS version of the game has been a little better overall to me. That's just my opinion. I played a little, yes, I want to play more of them. And I think the genre is this whole Metrovania, because <laughs> it's like Metroid, but except you just roam around the castle, you know, trying to discover every room, every secret, blah, blah, blah. You get, you get the picture if you're a gamer, of course. But if not, I'm just talking a very foreign language that you don't understand. Alrighty then, that is it for this segment. We will reach the third and final segment really, really soon. Welcome everyone to the third and final segment of this podcast. It's called Weird Topic Finale or WTF for short. So what we have here, we have two items. Yep, two items. And what I want to tell you about is how I find a very useful tool. I've applied it half-assedly well. I've applied it entirely. I'm going to be honest with you. And both sources for these items are from the learning minds. I took a break from them. I said, let me just make up by having two of their short articles. I find some of it pretty helpful. The secretary, uh, the Socratic method is useful when it comes to handling everyday disagreements and learn how to use it to win an argument. Okay. Of course, we've been to arguments with people we care about, ones we love, since so I say some stupid, necessary things. You know. And you're trying to understand them. That's probably a lot of people. A lot of people just, want, people just, just care about getting their point across or even listen to the other person's perspective. That's a lot of people are shit at conversations to begin with. They're very crappy because I just want to talk and like I don't want to listen to anybody else. That's a good amount of people are. Uh, like whatever I say is more important than what you have to say. Not very stupid and selfish, but. That's what we're dealing with. So what is this method, right? Of course, this is based on a man, a Greek philosopher. You know, that was alive around only 2,000 years ago. He questioned a bunch of students. He found a way of not true about philosopher with helps, you know, with some high self-esteem, such as, you know, ever since. You know, so much tongue twister, my goodness. He's found a way um to get the truth he questions them until he finds a contradiction what is you know this method you know consists of using questions to develop a latent idea for one person to another try to get an established position Use this to help others see your point of view without causing some extra necessary conflict. Look, life is crazy with this goof goof lockdown, right? Let's just, let's just try to add some kumbaya. Is that so hard? If not, just now I gotta do is block you, anyways. Most of you, you don't live near each other, so I think that's the benefit of that. It's been used to approach large computer discussions, probe interrogations. I get to the focal point of the subject at hand. 
They got an example here. I'm going to read it. Filmlearningmind.com is not my source. It's their source. You get the credit. Let's say I believe it's okay to hunt animals eat for survival. I'm not saying hunting is cruel. Why will you harm a poor, helpless animal? Rather than saying hunting animals has been a factor since the beginning of time, I would say you don't believe animals were created to be hunted? How you express your point of view in the question is less threatening than forcing your opinion down people's throats. Well, some certain people do that. Ask them to see your perspective, because that's to put them in position. That's to have you, um, that's to have them answer the question. And of course, for this writer, who was this writer's name? Nick Harding. So he finds this very useful. Of course, we care about game. Um, my point across without really taking to heart what the other person is saying. Most of us, most of us, you know, for most of us, it's time. Most of the time, it's the other way has been receiving in our arguments. Um, you say, my son, guy, I have arguments all the time. It was what she can understand what she's saying, how she feels. I also want to understand my feelings without threatening her, make her feel important. Yeah, we got to take people's feelings to account. And I'm going to admit to you, sometimes, I do mean sometimes, I ain't going to say Especially my patient's goal goes out the window try to question people get make it more engaging so that we have understanding or i mean you could use this in a way to you know expose expose on policies and you know, on other person's perspective okay yeah, so this, that one's really really short it's just questioning questioning Question the person's position and turn your perspective into a question. So make it sound less threatening as opposed to, you know, saying, it's my way or the highway. I think the Knicks is better than the Nets because they have more money. So just saying that. To not, you know, first of all, it's stupid and you just shove an opinion in thousand people's thoughts. Me, I've been pretty decent on that. I don't shop it. I try I do try to understand the other person's perspective most of the time. But the person's trying to straw man me. Uh-uh-uh. I'm not playing that. I know. No, no. I'm not playing that. Especially I counted that a little more on the right. Straw man will try to force me try to shove me up. I say, hey. Uh, some you know the left does that too. They're shouting, and yelling, but they they try to make themselves like victims. While Republicans want to dominate the conversation. No. No, well, some of them know better now. So no, no, no. You just think just because I'm independent on the side, I'm a third party. You think you just roll over me? Get the hell out of here with that crap. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We got a second item here. Crab mentality explains why people are not happy for others. Crab mentality is more self sabotage behavior. And, you know. And, um, trying to say what is the crab mentality? Seems kind of too if any animal to actively cause not only their own death, but that of the species as well. There's this strange twist this fishy town. Who is this? Janie Davies. VA. Interesting. So it's just one crab in the bucket. It'll keep trying to crawl out until it eventually succeeds. It's only when there are several other crabs in the bucket, that's when, it, that's when the behavior changes. Must, and then, of course, when you get down to why is it? First of all, it's important to recognize that crabs do not fall from buckets. They live in the sheet. They live in the sea, right? Somewhere in the shores. Shallow pools and slippery rocks. Crabs, they cling to each other to prevent being washed off the sea. Just reacting or they cling to another for a surviving mechanism when you're under threat. Okay? How does this apply to human behavior? Talking about crabs here, right? And it's a self-sabotaging behavior saying, 
If I can have it, neither can you. Okay, I've seen that in relationships. You know, I've seen that with that rare toy. So, okay, I can have that toy, can you? And they throw the toy of the regular. To hell with your success. I mean, you know, I was partially saluting that, even though that was not the entire thing. That was just partial bit. You know, I would say to tell the ugly would be more successful than you and then push you to the side. However, it's more than that. You're saying, okay, if I can't be a millionaire, I'm going to try to prevent you from becoming a millionaire. And sadly, this happens to humans because humans are hardwired to what I call loss aversion. I like to put people down to their level. It's like equally paying the playing field for selfish reasons. Going between two or more people. Okay. Um in this in this they have these examples of gaining a hundred EU um hundred euros is less than losing hundred euros. You feel worse when we lose something we gain. Humans don't like losses so we try to avoid them. That's why humans have this mentality. It's hardwired to the human mind. We react more to losses than wins. We say, yeah, yeah, great. Okay, then we move on. Losses like, ah, oh, yeah, that lost a thousand dollars. And we and we didn't complain about that for days to come. Okay? That's what that is. I'm not good enough for success. It's just crabs you said. And you know, humans have um try to sabotage other um success. This um and, and this creates an imposter syndrome, meaning where you feel as if you're just not good enough. So you, you you know you don't believe that you could be well. You don't deserve to be happy. You deserve to be rich. You deserve to even be blessed. That's an imposter syndrome. Yeah, good man, you know, good man for self-sabotage. And of course, the, the haters are going to enjoy that. It's, oh, yeah, this person knows his place. This person just can't be better than me. Haters, these people. Haters. And there's another one. Another point. You need to earn your success. Okay? This is when people don't feel happy. They got the promotion. So he's gonna knock you off, or and I have encountered this among a few family members, even a few friends. They're supposed to be friends, but it's ironic that I'm using that term. The real friends would be happy for my success. Ah, it's not the case. Not the case. Okay. So it says you want to stand proud, just blend like everybody else, and just act mediocre because you don't want to deal with the criticism that you're doing better than others. Okay. There are four ways to stop this. One, don't compare yourself to others. Oh, social media is the worst. Social media is definitely not the true reflection of society. Thank God for that. Because believe me, a lot of pictures there are almost perfectly photoshopped. People showing nice abs. Or nice ba dum ba dumps. Or showing that they live in such luxurious, wealthy lives. Most of the time, that's not true. It's true for a small portion of people, but not I everyone. And besides, people in those social media want to show you what they want you to know. The truth is no more compounded and complex than that. Be in two, gratitude, be grateful for the things you have. Okay? You know... Yeah, be have a roof over your head, food in the fridge, clothes, or even good friends. You know, there's always people that have it much worse. Three, concentrating your goals. Don't pay any attention to those people. You know, just because other people are successful, it doesn't mean you can't be successful. It's got a Focus on the goal more, you know? And, you know, stop getting distracted. Me, I get distracted pretty easy sometimes. I've been working on that. I've been trying to improve on that. Okay? All the people's dreams of your business anyways. But a lot of people got different goals. 
Success breeds success. Okay. Surround yourself with genuine people who wants to see you succeed. Not not those haters. I said, oh, yeah, great. But I'll be better if I was me. Oh, I tried that, but I can't. So I don't want you to be happy. I'm going to try to take you down with me. So. so you benefit from having um, other people. Right? I want you to be successful. And by when we keep putting other people down, you create a negative atmosphere. Sadly, though, jealousy and envy are natural human emotions. And sometimes it can be very hard to step out of this crap mentality. And let's just, you know, try to celebrate success of others instead of glorifying other people's downfall. I'm working on that too, because I've been, you know, I talk bad about Kanye's mental health issues. So I'm happy, man. You know, I should be grateful I'm not going through the same issues he had, but them for being successful. He made a great investment in the creation of his Yeezy um, footwear. Right. So, let's just be clear here. Let's just be clear here. So, I'm going to wrap up these two. The Socratic method is you question people to understand why they believe what they believe and you can expose their contradiction. Okay? And you put your perspective into question form instead of stating it as as an absolute fact. It's needed today because people can't conversate well. Me, I'm trying to prove that myself because I would say I'm okay in conversations. Like great conversations, that's what I want to strive towards. So we are social beings after all, and great conversations is great for our social, mental, psychological, physiological health, even as social creatures. I mean, the grab mentality is you can't have more than me. Is a self-sabotaging behavior, right? And 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 breed, you know, it, it triggers loss aversion, which is you react more to your loss than your wins. You can win nine games, or you lose one. You're gonna stick to others. Why the hell did I lose? Why was it good enough that day? Get fixated. Why was it good enough? Wow, you had nine great games. You know, it also breeds imposter syndrome, meaning that you feel that you're not good enough. I know friends that have this imposter syndrome. In earning your success, there's other people just putting you down. Oh, you just got lucky, you got promoted. Oh, it's because you're a man, you got promoted. Oh, it's because you're a woman, you got promoted. Haters. And there are four great, there are four ways to, four practical ways to, to um, counter this. Don't compare your life to others. Everybody's in a different journey. Everyone's journey is unique. Be grateful for things you already have. Focus on your own goals and success breeds success, especially when you surround other successful people. Just like negative emotions are contagious, success can be just as contagious. So let's just do more of that. Let's people down let's celebrate success instead of downfall okay let's start being glad and stop getting mad okay let's be the congratulators and not the haters okay let's work on that i'm working on myself i'm not perfect at this but i'm working progress that's all i can say about me you know i was happy when my nephew was actually creating a few songs and i gotta say he does got the talent, but he needs to apply more of it. That's, that's me congratulating success. And you know, that's one example of me fight the crab mentality. I could have been like a crab saying, oh, you can't be more successful than me. I could just try to re- report Spotify and say, yo, 
My nephew did this. I can accuse him of harassment. That's just me trying to bring him down. No, no, I ain't doing that. First of all, he's my family member, and I want them to do well. I want people to do well in general. I may not act it. Maybe I should be more expressive about it. <laughs> I really want people to do well. I want be my friends, even new friends in the future that I mean, I want them to do well. And if they're successful, give me your success energy. <laughs> give me some pointers. All right? Now I'll say I've obtained some moderate success. That's all I can say for that. All right. All right. And why am I doing these articles? Because I just don't want to just give you some negative news or some video game news. I'm trying to help you. And I'm also helping myself, believe it or not. Be more expressive. To me, this is a form of expression. I'm myself here. And God willing is helping you too, not just me. So, okay, enough of that. Now I'm going to finish this off by saying you're unique, you're special, and you was created for a purpose. Right? And that you need to believe on and don't get into the imposter syndrome. I understand it is easier said than done but it's worth the fight we have to fight we need to stop being complacent and just pick the most convenient option that's what's breeding a lot of this too social media has created false um visuals of reality i have a lot to say about social media i should just just do a special episode on social media i have a lot to say Believe me, sometimes I get ignored. I put my valuable opinions. I get offended, yeah, momentarily, but then I move on. No. I've seen certain of my friends. I remember um this guy. I'm not going to reveal his name. This is, of course, countering more of the crab mentality. He used to work in a New York City agency and um, dealing with pets. Now this guy... He walks dogs for wealthier clients, even for some celebrities. Yeah, he has counter celebrities walking dogs, and that's way more bread than working in a city agency. I was happy to hear that. So, okay, great. There's other people that want to be successful. Good. That actually gives me, instead of me being haters, oh, no, I'm going to create a malicious fake story about this guy here. I went to the same school with them. And I was actually happy. So, oh, that's great. That's great. That gave me a bit of a boost. And he even meant to me it gave a bit of a boost to see me being successful. So you see, this is an anecdotal example that success can be as contagious as negative emotions. If it's exercise, it's like exercise. You gotta keep doing it, doing it, doing it. It gets easier and easier and it becomes more natural. It becomes second nature. All right, enough of me yammering enough of me yammering here, but that's the point that I want to make. All righty then, it was supposed to be a global podcast, but I found out a lot of my people from America. Um, so depending what time you're listening to this, it still applies. Have a blessed day or night, and God bless you.